You excited, man? Oh, yeah. Ready to get crunk? Oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I'm ready. Daddy wants? Strawberries and whipped cream. How do I reach these kids? Do you understand the concept of the tooth fairy? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Hi, hello. Hi, hello. Hello. Pat, Steed, everybody who's anybody is here right now. Uh, We've had a lot to catch up on, but I want to have Trevor on later in the show, so it's going to be condensed. Uh, Why? uh, He's been asking for a while, and uh, he was hurt uh, last week. I mentioned that um, we did a trick on him to make him think that my girlfriend knew more about football than she actually did. And he is now upset and needs to rebuttal that somewhat. But he also took a trip somewhere that he wants to talk about. So that's part of it. Careful. Jared, the last time you started letting a friend on the show because he was asking, he ended up being a full-time member. I'm I'm sorry, Papa, but I will be putting one in my butt. That's me, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did want to start a podcast with Jared before you guys even started one. So he really betrayed me. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I guess I, that was so long ago, there's no way of knowing really. So that would be my only rebuttal to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm, I'm playing, you know, I'm right down the middle. I'm not playing either side. So, uh, one thing I wanted to get to, well, that, what, maybe what's something you guys want to get to first? I got a couple things I could talk about. Yeah. Um, I just switched gyms. I'm not going to say where because I don't want any of you to know but i switched and there's a mandatory one hour personal training session that they require you do when you join that gym so yeah tomorrow some dude is going to give me a personal training lesson and i just can't wait to fucking see what comes of that just gotta keep chasing the pump i'm sure that's gonna be fun do you so are you afraid that you're gonna are you afraid that you maybe don't know as much as you think you know no, the thing is, is when I go to the gym, I like to be left alone, and I like to do my own thing, Yeah, and I like to zone out. I don't want some guy telling me, you know, oh, we're, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this instead. So I, I just don't understand why they require me to do it. It just makes zero sense. I could see them taking oh, off a, like, a piece of my unit and then just running away. Maybe he'll uh, – he, he might give you some good tips. He might give you a deep stretch, Pat. Ooh. Very good point. So I declined the offer. I said, no, I'm okay. I don't need that. And they said that they need to understand my goals. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. forced to do it. Uh, my goals is to get in shape or get in better shape. I guess it's always to get in better shape, right? Yeah. But what is ever that not the goal? So I, I would really like to see, Pat, I want to see you um, with some greased up guy uh, working out in the gym. I am... My thought is that you think it's a. It could be a girl, for all you know. That's actually a little sexist to no, think that it's. No, I, I, his name's actually. I, I think it's actually Jared. I'm not even kidding. Wow, <laughs> must be a hard body, probably. 
I, I think it's spelled J-E-R-O-D. Oh, Gerard, yes. Oh, exotic. <laughs> Very exotic. Gerard. I'm going to start calling you that, Gerard. <laughs> I've been called worse, <laughs> so I'm okay with it. Um, I've been called a slut. So not looking forward to that. We'll see. We'll see the result, Ben. Maybe you'll be huge by the time it's all said and done. Yeah, 24 hours, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I bet, you I bet be you'll be jacked up. up. Yeah. Uh, take a selfie with the guy and post it on Instagram. Uh, perhaps. I kind of feel uncomfortable doing that, but perhaps. <laughs> have, him take a, have him take a video Just, of you squatting, doing squats, like all the people of the Instagram videos. We're doing, we're doing a pull day, so there, there'll be no legs. Oh, only pulls. Nice. Yeah. You touching his pole, him t- his touching your pole? I said pull. That sounds hot. It's hot. We're never going to go a show without it. Oh, it's <laughs> unbelievable, Jared. Well, it's not funny either. You could have you twisted it to pulls of like alcohol or something, but you just always think about dicks. That's all you think about. <laughs> all right, Steve, what was one of your things? I don't want to. Pat's, Pat's done talking about that guy. Uh, <laughs> he's talking about pulls? Yeah. Um, I was in Wisconsin over yeah. the weekend. Um, they do a big spear fishing thing. So it's like when the lake freezes over in Lake Winnebago, everybody goes spear fishing. Yeah, like you kids were get me about off that. school. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much an excuse to get really drunk, which is what everybody in Wisconsin does. Yeah, that whole time. Uh, I spearfished for maybe two hours, mm-hmm. and I just looked into a hole for two hours straight, <laughs> really hungover. <laughs> were you were you expecting to catch something? I was not. Uh, the guy from Wisconsin that was in the little shanty with me said he catches one about every three years. One every three years. Oh, my God. That's brutal. And they sit in the shack for 16 days straight. Oh, my God. That is a horrible ratio. Yeah. That is a absolutely terrible ratio. Maybe spearfishing in it's Wisconsin not is not ideally the place to do it. Um. Yeah, you can't, like, all you can use is decoys to bring them in, too. So, like, you literally just have to hope that sturgeon go, like, underneath your hole. <laughs> that sounds so ridiculous. So, and it has to be close enough. What would be the worst is if they were, like, just a little bit below where your spear could reach? Uh. So this, they throw them like ten feet down. Oh wow! Okay. Like they throw the spear. Oh, you like physically into the stand water. there and throw it. Yeah, and people were catching them like at the bar where they do the weigh-in. Yeah. Um, there was guys like with sturgeon. Wow. The biggest was a hundred and two pounds. That's insane. That's more than Pat's gonna weigh after the uh, the trainer gets him. Oh yeah, he'll be he'll be freaking just yoked. Yeah. Did you say 102 pounds? Yeah, you're going to gain that much weight. Oh, I thought you meant I'm going to weigh 102 pounds. Either way. Whatever, Maybe you'll lose whatever that you much would prefer, weight. Whatever you would prefer, yeah. <laughs> would you rather gain... Here, Pat, here's a question. Would you rather gain 102 or lose 102? What kind of weight are we losing? What kind of weight just, are we gaining? Doesn't matter. Just would you rather gain it or lose it? No, it, it fucking matters. It matters. I guess. I guess it could be. <laughs> I guess if we're losing, like losing fat or gaining gaining muscle. Well, if I lost, or if, wait, hold on. You're losing a hundred and two pounds of fat. Yeah, if I lost a hundred and two pounds, I think I'd be dead. I know. <laughs> <laughs> But you, yeah, you gaining 102 would also be interesting. That's a lot of weight. 
even if that's like all muscle, that's like too much. You'd be like a bowling I ball. Like I would just. I think you yeah. could you would just roll down the street. You'd be huge. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Steve, would you? Are you going to go back to this thing and hope that maybe next year is the year two out of three, or what are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking it was a little too hillbilly for me. Yeah. Like personally, uh, they were very redneck. Yeah. I, That's. I was like in shock. I was like, "Oh my gosh, these these people are out of control." So I've done ice fishing and I've done spear fishing separately. I've never put them together, and I've caught things doing both. But like the spear fishing was fun because I was snorkeling, and the ice fishing was fun because basically you don't really have to do much. You kind of just sit there with the pole, and if you had to actually pay attention and look down and have to have to throw it, you'd be way more attentive to what you're doing it sounds literally have to stare in that freaking hole <clears throat> yeah that sounds way worse uh it did not yeah it was not very exciting it was fun to get drunk yeah yeah just uh maybe that next time good. you don't need to go to wisconsin for that <laughs> yeah that's that's true she uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Oscars just uh the couple things that stood out to me we talked enough about it in my episode with the Russo but uh, the one thing that really stuck out to me was uh, Joke, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's speech when he won Best Actor for Joker. Yeah, this is something I did not watch. Okay. Pat, you didn't watch it either, right? I think I tried to pull up the YouTube clip and I wasn't interested. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so he wins He wins best, best Actor for Joker, which I think he deserved. That's who my vote was going towards. And... Uh, he starts off the speech really normal. He's a pretty odd guy, just in general, people say. So he started off the speech pretty normal. And it like he should have just put like the beginning and the end together and skipped this middle paragraph. But I'm about to read to you uh, the middle paragraph here. And I'll read the whole thing, but there's parts of it that gets more rest- uh, ridiculous. I think that we've become very disconnected from the natural world. And many of us, what we're guilty of is an egocentric worldview the belief that we're the center of the universe. We go into the natural world and we plunder it for its resources. We feel entitled to artificially inseminate a cow. And when she gives birth, we steal her baby. Even though her cries of anguish are unmistakable. And then we take her milk that's intended for a calf and we put it in our coffee and our cereal. And I think We fear the idea of personal change because we think that we have to sacrifice something to give something up. But human beings at our best are so inventive and creative and ingenious. And I think that when we use love and compassion as our guiding principles, we can create, develop, and implement systems of change that are beneficial to all sentient beings and to the environment elaborate what what you guys think that means to you he must want to be vegan or pushing vegan okay there yeah, you know what i'll inseminate a cow i don't care yeah <laughs> is that you that's what you think he's asking he just doesn't think there's enough people to inseminate cows yeah if, if that's what he needs i'll do it okay that's a good way of looking at it. I guess I wasn't reading it that way. I just kind of liked how he randomly, like the whole beginning was about like, you know, how we can all stick together and, you know, our, our best thing that we can do is, yeah, basically like 
take a common ground against fights against the thing and then he just goes into natural world and we steal her from her baby even though she cries of uh anguish are mis- unmistakable i think that those cries of anguish might just be you know pain of childbirth but i don't you know not 100 percent. i don't sure think so and then take her milk which is intended for a calf we put our coffee in cereal. I, I took this as he likes his coffee black. He doesn't want any creamer in his coffee. Uh, that's kind of the way I was reading this. People are taking it different ways. I like uh, all the views so far. What what I will say is I this. Get, I get part of it, but I don't get the reason why he's talking about it. I don't know. And I don't think you just need to use this in an Oscar acceptance speech. You know, I don't think we need to be talking about it. <laughs> like, well, the, is that like Jared? I don't watch like the Oscars or a lot of yeah. movies. Don't know a lot about actors, but didn't Leo do something a couple years ago where he was talking about climate change? Like, is that just yeah. like the new like they, trend for like whoever do, wins best actor to push something? Yeah, this one actually had a lot. It was actually not that political, which I was shocked by. Um, there wasn't a lot of political mentions at all, really, and. Uh, it, it so usually they are trying to push the agenda. I didn't see it as much, and maybe there was more feedback about people not liking that, and so that's why they didn't do it. Um, separate from that, the last thing I'll say about the Oscars is that Parasite won a bunch of the awards, including like best movie and also best international film, things like that. That was one that Nick Russo said that he liked a lot, and I ended up checking out after I did the episode with him. And if people have not seen that movie, it is very good. Um, it's it's kind of better to go in there not knowing what it's about, and it's all in subtitles because uh, it's from South Korea. But it's uh, it's definitely was my favorite movie I think I'd seen this year. So I think it was uh, sometimes like a lot of the ones that win, you're just kind of like, oh, that's just kind of a stupid movie for you know a specific audience. I think this is actually like a good thriller. It's kind of a thriller type of a movie, and it's actually just a solid movie. So. If people have not seen that one and we're thinking that maybe it's just like, a, you know, for people that have a what some people refer to as like a refined palette for movies and things like that. I don't think that's the case with this one. I think most people would enjoy this a lot. Hi, society. I got to see that. I yeah. didn't know it was South Koreans. Yeah, and you've been exactly. So I'd like to see your insight in it as somebody who, you know, served in the military in South Korea. That'd be probably a little different perspective. I, than I what probably I won't even need subtitles. That's true. You speak it fluently. <laughs> I forgot about that. Good thing you never bring that up. <laughs> yeah, that I can speak fluent Korean. Yeah. Uh, all right. What's uh, let's do one more. What are two more things here, uh, Pat? What's up? That else you want to get to? How yeah. about that weird thing with the broom yesterday? What's going on with the broom? So, Paul, do you actually know or? I, I have no idea. I've just seen a bunch of broom internet stuff. So I, how I found out about this was through somebody's Facebook live post. So I haven't actually read anything about it, but I guess because of the way that planet earth was like tilted yesterday or something, you could stick a, a broom, like and put it in my pants, like not leaning against anything. And it would just stand up. There's no way that's because of this, the earth. Maybe we would need a steed science yeah. on that before before I confirm. All right, I I'll, I'll add it to the list. I, I saw a video of a guy doing it, so I did try it out just to see if like he was just making some stupid shit up. But it did actually work, which is kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know if we can blame this, you know, on the Earth research. You can't a little try bit. it now, so it's like it's over. 
You, well, that would be the thing. If no. it works now, then I would say that would you know defeat that hypothesis that it can only be done when that Earth is tilted that way. Yeah, that's true. Well, you could try it again, Pat, because you were able to do it with that room yesterday. I'll do it whenever I get home. Okay, that's fair. We consummated the marriage, and it went well. <laughs> So the cookie jar was taken care of well. Um, let's get to an email. Okay. This one is called uh, Chubbio Stepson, and it's from Lil Stevie. It says, Dear Chubbomaniacs, I'm almost caught up on my Chub Step binge, and I've been thinking, why hasn't this become a political podcast yet? It's an election year. Jared, get with the times. Anyway, I figure I'd send an email about the most significant political development of 2020. As you may know, Cory Booker recently dropped out of the Democratic primary, and I'm devastated. Not because I cared for his policy, but because he's dating Rosario Dawson, best known for her roles as Night Nurse in the Marvel Netflix universe and the mom in NBA 2K20's My Career Mode. Uh, Also, don't forget uh, the rundown. And I can also, I added the rundown part. Uh, Little Stevie did not mention that, and I was upset. Hey! That heard the sound of thy holy trumpet. And take not warning. He has clearly wandered too far from the word of God. Uh, and I can no longer pitch the future first lady my movie idea. Picture this. It's inauguration day and Rosario, plain herself, is standing at the podium next to President Booker when her phone rings. It is unknown number. She picks it up. You think about this life, bitch. You don't know what you're in for. It's Meghan Markle. The Duchess of Sussex. She hangs up, and Rosario doesn't think anything of it. Three months later, the president and first lady are invited to England as honored guests of Prince Harry. The hijinks ensue as Markle and Dawson aim to one-up each other as the top actress political-ish icon in the world today. Markle, <laughs> Markle tries to turn Dawson from donuts to crumpets, while Dawson aims to rekindle Markle's love of hot dogs and fast food from the good old U.S. of A. In the end... The duo realizes that it doesn't matter if you call them fries or chips. A potato is a potato on both sides of the Atlantic. Do you love comedy, friendship, and politics? Then you'll love The Duchess of D.C., working title starring Rosario Dawson, Meghan Markle, Rebel Wilson as Diana the nosy Buckingham Palace neighbor, Bob Odenkirk as Air Force One pilot's Barry, and Billy Bob Thornton in the role of a lifetime as George, the owner of George's Fried Fish, who realizes that sometimes the cod isn't so fishy across the pond. (laughs) Jared, let me know if your production company would like to fund this. It would help fund the movie. We can find a way to work with Gerard Butler's character from Olympus Has Fallen series into the film. I'll hang up and listen. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, Lil Stevie does drugs. Actually, okay, you you, you thought this was obscure. (laughs) <laughs> no that's normal that's like yeah <laughs> uh what are your guys thoughts i'll get into you know because i got some i got some thoughts on this but i want to hear your guys thoughts before i go into it completely lost okay basically rosario you know rosario dawson is pat no oh i'm well she's an actress she was dating a guy that was running for president she was dating a politician yeah. who was running for president and he yeah. dropped out yeah so then After basically that i people England came into it basically the movie would be let's say Cory Booker had one with Rosario Dawson as his wife there would be a movie where um, 
she would represent America and then Meghan Markle and Prince Harry would represent England. And basically they would go over there. The two people from America, Rosario Dawson and Cory Booker would go over to England on an invite and they'd each be trying to convert each other to like, Oh, this is why you should still be with America. And then Meghan Markle is trying to explain why England's so much better. It's a comedy. It's a romantic comedy um, with friendship and politics. The Duchess of DC. I guess maybe I should be following up more on that whole situation in England. They're, they're like backing out of it, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's important. That's like though, what's for this. going on with this. Yeah, that is true, but that has nothing. They to got do peer pressured the and they're done. The Duchess is an actress, and yes. she chose the royal lifestyle, and then she quit. Yep. But she's still in England. Yep. So we're trying to say you should come back from England. This is why the U.S. is better. Yep. And then Meghan Markle saying, "No, this is why England's better." And the Duchess is saying that to Rosario Dawson. It's kind of this back and forth, you know. Uh, you know, they realize that if you call them fries or chips, a potato is a pa- potato on both sides of the Atlantic. Oh, um, that's, know, that's the kind of log line for it. Spin zone. They become lesbian lovers and move to another country. Oh, spin wow. zone. Alternate ending. That would be in the alternate ending. I don't think that would make the initial release, but maybe in the DVD copy. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> okay okay steed prefers that it's a little again both those are a little different light here's what i would say with looking at this i think that i think that it would i think it would be very popular i mean if you can get megan markle to do a movie now that's going to be very popular on top of this to spin it all in like a here here's a real life scenario going towards you know uh in a movie sense that is that uh, you know there's there's ways to spin that in a good light and i think it to be a very popular one and it's very topical right now um if you can get those people to sign on uh little steve i'm gonna need written kind of like a written agreement that they would be okay with that because usually people don't attach them you know they don't attach their names to a project unless they've been paid so you're gonna have to come with that initial money and if you know maybe you started go fund me to do that uh, figure out whatever their their rates are just to get attached to the project and if we have that then i could actually work on that rest the rest of it so uh the answer is yes uh is Gerard's butler's character not necessary but if that would be a good bonus spin zone connecting the two movies um that would so, actually be huge yeah that would be huge exactly exactly okay um well thank you little stevie uh we unless you wanted to get to something else i think we can wrap it up there guys Okay. Sweet. Um, I will talk. The re- okay, so we, I will continue with Trevor, and until then, uh, chub step. You're a bitch, Chup Trevor. Step. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? Okay. Hey, I'm here with uh, Trevor, chub step Trevor. Hey. Uh, little T. Little T from the block. From the from the block. Yes. Uh, that block is TBD. So Trevor uh, is here because he went on a trip recently. He said, hey, I need to tell the story. It's a story that's going to change a generation. It's going to change my life. It's going to change the lives of everybody that listens. So uh, we thought we would bring in Trevor to talk about that in person rather than send an email in. Kind of an under-exaggeration yes. of how important this trip was. Yes, <laughs> exactly, um, yes. But yeah, what a, what, uh, what a great platform. Start that with what me. it wasn't, yes. maybe what it wasn't yeah um no it was pretty much everything okay okay yeah. good. perfect perfect all right then we'll start with that 
Okay, well, so for work, I had to work an event in the fabulous crime-ridden city of Orlando, Florida. <laughs> yeah. And um, what I initially had to do was I had to fly into New Orleans, drive a about a 12, 14-foot bubble trailer, Airstream trailer from New Orleans to Orlando. Oh, how far is that drive? That was nine and a half hours. Okay. It, what kind of car were you pulling it with? Oh, a big old uh, Ford F-250 Super Duty. So Dually? Uh, it, it was, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was, yep. Yep, so that thing was uh, massive. Yes. Actually, almost probably too much for that little trailer <laughs> I was pulling. Definitely excessive <laughs> but, for that, yeah. Yeah, so um, I wasn't compensating for anything either. Okay, good, For the exactly. record, for the record to stop your next question. Perfect. Um, but so there was some bad weather, which whatever, you get the on drives from. Um, but what the first thing I noticed on this trip was as I was approaching Orlando from New Orleans, that's probably about halfway between, so like we're talking like, Probably Alabama. What is it? It's Mississippi, Alabama, then Florida Panhandle. Uh, let's just say Florida Panhandle. Okay, let's say Florida yeah, Panhandle. The Panhandle. Yeah, sure. And I saw a billboard that said Bucky's ahead, ninety-two miles, and the quote on the sign was, "You can hold it." Could so you Bucky, hold anything for ninety-two, <laughs> 92 miles, miles, Jared? Um, ninety-two miles. Like best case scenario, you're doing like. 75 on a highway you're not because you're probably going slower because you're carrying the big thing uh, was you might have been going yeah. so, okay. <laughs> okay. off the record off the going, record <laughs> off the record you're going nobody 75. knows where i work yes, nobody knows exactly. who i work for exactly off the record you're going 75 um so you're talking you know an hour and 15 minutes somewhere around there and if, if you didn't have to go before saying you can hold it would make me think do i have to go to the bathroom yes no it's a very good point even if I was just physically holding something, let's not talk about urine or things like that, which is what it's referencing. But mm-hmm. if you were literally just holding something in my hand, I couldn't hold something in my I hand for, for an hour and 15 minutes. I'm a pretty um, down-to-earth guy. I couldn't even hold emotions in or anything like that. I can't even hold a conversation for yeah. over like 15 minutes. So okay. an hour and 15 would be insane. That's why these podcasts are usually only like 45 minutes. Yeah, well, you got to know your limitations. <laughs> yes. So, uh, no, I... It's there. It's excessive, but it made it stand out. Bucky's is a gas station, a big gas. Correct. See, I had never heard of it before, okay. so I was wondering because it, it, it's spelled weird too. It's spelled B U C No B U C space E E. Oh, that's I don't know I if to, I know that. Bucky. That's why I had okay. to type it out. I was like, "What is this? Some casino or something like that?" Okay, I'm doing some or some rest here. stop. And I I finally pass it when I didn't have to go to the bathroom. Okay. Thank God. So it I is. have. Okay, this is. It's a this massive. Is, this is the Bucky's I was thinking of, and okay. I've actually talked about Bucky's on Chubstep before. This yeah, is a big thing in Texas. Okay, gotcha. And they are, yeah, it's basically like a gas station that people will literally go to. And yeah, it, all of them are, was, this one was huge, right? It was absolutely massive. And it's almost yep. like the convenience store inside is a grocery store. Yeah. I mean, it's like huge. It's, you know, it's the size of some grocery stores just for the convenience store. And it's, yeah, it's meant to be more of an all-encompassing, like, I don't know. It's it's basically the most American uh, thing you can do is go go to this uh, gas station, but ninety two miles, and also ninety two is random. Yeah, like why wasn't it like a hundred miles? If you're or, that close, yeah. just just put like that little squiggly that yeah. that estimation uh, about a hundred miles. Well, see for you, it didn't work because you, but you it worked as in you remembered it, but it didn't work as in you didn't actually stop there, which is what I the whole point is. It. So if you no. didn't stop there, then it doesn't, <laughs> then it doesn't help at all. 
Yeah, because nobody is thinking to themselves. You and I see that everything else is fifteen miles. Like, oh, you know, another stop. Yeah. You know, five miles, whatever. If you have to go to the bathroom, you're like, all right, I'll stop in the next two, three exits or something. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. like I'll stop in an hour and a half. Yeah, exactly. Because nobody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna say, not good. Not good. No. No. No bueno. No bueno. Yeah. Um, another interesting tidbit sure. towards the beginning of this New Orleans to Orlando, the first drive I had to do, I had to. Uh, I was in like downtown New Orleans was when I first picked up the pickup truck and the trailer. Yeah. And um, taking Google Can Maps. Can you say Nolens instead of New Orleans? Nolens. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Or we could call it. Uh, we could call it just Orleans for short. Or Nola. Or Nola. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like Orleans because it's like Vegas. It really just oh, rolls off the tongue. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Just like Orleans. Vegas. Yes, Orleans. Yeah. So you're in Orleans. I was in Orleans. Yes. Um, the original Orleans, not the new one. Yes, old Orleans. Old Orleans, and we're downtown, and I'm pulling this truck out of the convention center where it was stationed, and I'm on Google Maps. It's connected everything. I have full bars, whatever, so I'm not concerned about anything. It takes me down this road. I'm pulling this trailer down the road. I was like, it's one one way each way. And I was like, okay, it's a road. It's yeah. getting me out of the New Orleans. Or yeah. It's getting me out of regular Orleans. Yes, yes, yes. And as I'm driving, it goes down to just one lane, one way in the forward direction I'm going. I was like, no, okay. this isn't good. Like, so it gets skinnier as you're going on? It's getting on. skinnier yes. and there's no oncoming lane now. Now it's just my okay. lane going in. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then I finally get to the end. There's no sign signage anywhere on yeah, this road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally get to the very end, and it's just a dead end. Oh, no. So you're with a trailer? I'm with a trailer, and it's oh, so narrow, God. so I can't turn it around at all. So I literally had to put flashers on, and I spent about maybe 20, 25 minutes backing this trailer up about. Did you have a rear camera on the thing? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Uh, about a quarter mile, maybe like a third of a mile. Oh, my God. So yeah, that was fun. That sounds like my nightmare. And it was a smaller, it was a smaller trailer. So we, as soon as you get off the main course, it just swings out wide. If somebody has never driven a car with a trailer, backing it up is such a difficult thing because it goes opposite of the way the car goes. You start turning the car one way and the trailer goes the other way. So you're like worried about not only the car, but also the trailer. Like it's very difficult to do that. Well, one side was like a retaining <laughs> wall. The other side was a little bit more open, but one side was a retaining wall. So if I even got close to it, I just pulled forward and started oh over. Oh my God. Just That is brutal. A great way to start off a nine and a half <laughs> so hour then trip. When you got to the end, did you, then you had to like pull into the intersection? And so then I, yeah, I backed yeah. into an intersection. Oh God. Um, yeah. And then I pulled away. So, and then as I mentioned, the storms were uh, pretty bad down there. We had a big snowstorm in the Midwest and... That storm kind of split, and half of it went south, and half of it went up to like Illinois, Chicago, Midwest area. So okay. super snowy up there, but then it was really bad thunderstorms down south. So I start driving into it. I was like, whatever, it's just rain. I've driven in rain before. Yes. I'm still going 75. I'm having a good time. Yeah. I got my yeah, playlist on, yeah. whatever. Um, I'm driving no pants, just standard stuff you mm -hmm. would do working for your company. Of course. Yeah. And... Uh, it starts raining pretty hard, and at some point, I'm over the Gulf of Mexico. I don't know which states I was between, but I'm over okay. the Gulf of Mexico in this complete downpour. Like, I can see maybe... Well, near the Gulf of Mexico. I think it was over it, because there's several a points... Bridge? Yeah, it was a oh, bridge. Oh, bridge, okay, okay. No, okay. I was flying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So I'm over the Gulf of Mexico on a bridge, and um, the rain is so heavy, I can see maybe two, 300 feet in front of me, and yeah. that's it. So I'm relying where the, I can't see the lanes at all. So I'm completely relying on the brake lights in front of me. Of oh, that's always great. Me. Yes. And um, so I'm driving this trailer on this bridge over the Gulf of Mexico. It's absolutely downpouring. 
and up pops a notification on my dashboard saying trailer disconnected. Oh my God. What? I have never, my heart has never dropped deeper in my entire <laughs> life. Yes. And I was like, oh my God. So I'm yeah. freaking, I'm looking forward to, so I don't crash. I'm looking yes. backwards to see if this trailer's still behind me. Yes. And it, it's still attached. I was like, I don't, I don't even care if it's disconnected. If it's just sitting on the ball yes. on the back, I'm just going to get off this bridge until I can get under an underpass or at a gas station or something. Yes. So I finally get to that gas station and turns out it was just like a short knee electric. The okay. Electrical, but, okay. But that uh, would have been insane. Cause I was just thinking if a trailer jumped off the <clears throat> tailgate while I'm on a bridge over the Gulf of Mexico in a downpour where there's no, there's no uh, side to the road. Like I can't I have nowhere to pull over. Yeah. And it has a little change that are on there too, right? Yeah. It so it would have on. pulled your car probably. Yep. yep. So that would have been really bad. Or really good. It would have been an even better story, I'd say. Uh, it's a pretty good story as is. I tell some great stories. Okay, okay, you're right. Good point. Good point. So, good point. <clears throat> um, well, I mean, despite that, and despite me leaving my headphones in an Uber in New Orleans, yes, and then me leaving my laundry bag in the hotel I stayed at before I finished my drive to Orlando, and, and these are all these you kept taking the picture of all the hotels you were at had the uh we're doing under construction right yeah and this was right right. after the podcast that you and uh steed were yeah so he was talking about his hotel in indiana under construction yeah i stayed at three different hotels and two of them were under construction (laughs) it's very odd no no street fights though good that is major disappointment probably you you could definitely see some street fights in nor in uh, florida for oh yeah 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 you're a big proponent of florida man yeah yeah so when (laughs) still am yes (laughs) yes Guy's a living legend. Um, so I, I worked this event in Orlando, and uh, it is a uh, flag football nationals, which is actually a really fun event to work. Um, so I'm working at that event. We're doing some marketing for my company. We're selling some products. We're giving away some products. We're having a good time. We're walking around watching some football. Um, and someone comes up to our booth, and he accidentally left his backpack there. Yeah. And last year, I mean, this is – obviously going to be a related story otherwise i wouldn't mention it but last year there was a big fight like a 30 on 30 fight this is a grown man's league 30 yes. on 30 fight people are throwing chairs people are oh, kicking God. each other the winners get something right there's money, the is winners, there money price yeah the i think it's thirty thousand dollars to split between the winners which is a substantial prize i would yeah. say yeah um so last year there was a fight um they sorted it out they only had like four cops last year but they figured it out so this year they had like 30 cops in a canine unit um so there was there was a fight this year. It wasn't as big, wasn't as bad, but they still this year they had to uh, cancel the championship game because of fighting. This and, year? Yep. It was in the championship game where the fight broke out. And oh they, my they god! They couldn't finish the game, but it wasn't as bad of a fight as last so year. So what do they do? What do they give the money to? I don't know what they ended up doing. They posted something on their Instagram about a week later, and I never really heard anything after that. So wow. I don't know if either team got their money or if oh they distributed god. it amongst all the playoff teams or whatever. That's insane. But this guy leaves his backpack at our at our trailer, and I I grab the backpack. I'm going to Lost and Found. I'm just like I'm searching through like the outer pockets, yeah. which maybe I shouldn't have done. Whatever. whatever. But I'm looking for IDs. I'm looking for wallets. I was like, all right, I've seen a lot of people, but I'm pretty good with faces. We're talking. Everybody comes through. Maybe I can recognize yes. the guy. So I dig into a pouch, and there's a gun. Oh God! <laughs> Straight oh up God. pistol in this guy's oh backpack. Granted, it was in its holster, but it was a gun. Yes. I, I picked it up. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. So I uh, took it to the lost and found guy. I was like, hey, just so you know, found this at our booth. There's a gun in it. And he goes, oh, shit. 
So he, he calls a cop over, gives the backpack to the cop. I see later on, I actually saw the cop give the guy the backpack back. And yeah. There he was talking to him, and the guy came and thanked us for turning the backpack in. So I guess all was well, but maybe he was, was allowed to carry it. To carry it or yeah, something. but yeah, still, yeah. just yeah. Th- I would. I you never would know say, how deeply you, something's going to escalate in oh, flag sure, football nationals. For sure. And then on top of that, I would say, I would say most people that have an illegal gun probably don't have a holster for it. Yeah, it's true. probably just yep. loose in there. <laughs> it's probably just loose in their yep. backpack. Uh, so, Trevor, how good are these teams that are playing the flag football? Like, you and me play flag football, in the, or we play football Sunday morning sometimes. If you had the best players from our group, how would they do in comparison to some of these groups? I let's let's. For, is it eight on eight or what is the seven on seven, seven is on the seven. biggest one? Okay, so there's five on five, four on four. There's co-ed leagues. There's okay. Um, there's age groups, but the main one is just no age limit. Seven on seven contact, which isn't like tackle, but contact. you can, but you can like bump each other because yeah. there's blocking and there's there's a lot of like hand checking oh, and blocking. Uh, okay, contact yeah, okay. on catches and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, if we put together the best players from our rec league, we could probably get second to last in this. Okay, so not so, last, but yeah, okay, um, that's good. There are some very good players out there. Okay, we're talking like everybody with some. Exceptions, obviously. Yes. Everybody's at least like six five, six six, two hundred pounds. Okay, just they're all like freak athletes. They're probably just old ex college players. Which... Uh, yeah, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Devin Hester. Yes, but he brought a team last year. Okay, so you're talking like that caliber, some ex NFL yeah. guys. Yes, essentially. Okay. Yep. Okay, so that's a little different level than uh, ex college. Yeah. We have some ex college players in ours, but not majority, and also not uh, yeah. not to that yeah. Not massive people either. So, like I said, it's a very enjoyable uh, event okay. to work. Second class isn't the, not the Second worst. Second class is not the worst. Okay, actually, far from it. Yeah, far from <laughs> it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it was a cool event, and then uh, I didn't find out. So I ended up having to drive the trailer back from Orlando to Chicago. But that's not something I was told until about three days before my trip. Did you notice that you didn't have a return flight? Um, I was about to book the return flight, and <laughs> okay. that's when it was brought up. I see. I see. Okay. So I, I was saying, hey, when should I book the return flight? And they're like, return flight. I was like, return flight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they guilt tripped me into it. They uh, offered me a deal I could not refuse. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, but I was still not happy about it. So. The, and how long was that? Like sixteen hours, eighteen hours? Oh, that was twenty hours. Oh, for oh Orlando. I was thinking. Orlando, uh, I was thinking New Orleans. Yeah. Or, Orlando to about an hour north of Chicago, because God forbid I drop it off at our office <laughs> in chicago yeah, yeah we should definitely go drive past it after you've driven 19 hours anyways, <laughs> yeah. drive an hour past chicago to drop it off at an employee's house because that makes a lot of sense yes yeah. so, so i'm still bitter <laughs> about this this was to? like what did this you was like a month and a half ago what, were, what did you listen to you got that much time oh man i listen you have no idea Everything? how much new music i've added okay. in the past month or so so hit me up if you need me to DJ any uh, bar mitzvahs or anything like that. Okay, specifically bar mitzvahs. <laughs> Only bar mitzvahs. Let's yeah. just do that. Yep. Yeah. Um, then you had one more question, Trev. You were asking about not uh, even one more question. I have one more story on the trip. Oh, one more story. Then then continue. I have my question. All right, continue yeah. your story. This was a yes. wild ride. Okay. Continue Most of the story. action happened while I was on the road. Yes. So as I'm driving north, I my plan was to stop in Nashville for the night okay. from Orlando to Chicago, and as I'm approaching Nashville, it's getting pretty dark. Um, and I'm maybe, maybe like not even 10, 15 miles from where I want to be. I was like, not bad. Maybe yeah. 20 minutes, half hour traffic starts to slow down. And you're at this point, I am 
going into Tennessee. So you're dipping down into the mountain ranges there as you're approaching Nashville. Yep. And yep. there's it's just a couple of highways um, that are just like swerving, curving through the mountains and stuff like that. And traffic starts to slow down. I was like, okay, this is kind of unusual for a Saturday night. Like as late as it was, I was driving pretty late. It's like yeah. 11 o'clock. Some, like, sometimes little random highway closures or something like exactly. that. Exactly. So Google Maps reroutes me off uh, the next exit. I was like, all right, there's probably an accident or something. Yeah. No big deal. And I, I do find out later a car like pretty much exploded on the highway. Wow. And they closed the exits for six exits both directions. Wow. So I don't know how serious it was, but yeah. That sounds pretty serious. Yeah, it sounds pretty serious. So Google Maps, it reroutes me um, like 11 o'clock at night, and I'm on this like old country road. I guess it was so small of a road that trucks weren't allowed on it. Oh, yes. So like no semi, all the semis stayed on the highway. I, heck if I know what happened to them. Yeah. Um, but all, all these like sedans and cars and stuff like that are pulling off with me. And I guess the maps feature was giving everybody the same route. So yeah, we're yeah. just following this long um, line of cars, but it takes us up into the mountains. So I am going at like this 30 degree incline up into yes. the mountains on this like one lane each way, a two lane road, uh, swerving and curving through the mountains. I'm looking over the edge. There's like this massive lake, probably yes. several hundred feet below me. And I'm, I'm driving this trailer this at night, yeah, at yeah, night yeah. this trailer at night through the mountains swerves curves and i'm the only person that doesn't have like a car i have a trailer with me and it's a wide truck yeah, yeah it's, totally. it's a wide truck yep yeah you mentioned so that i'm uh i'm cutting almost every turn that i can if i can see ahead of me and there's no car no, in the lane, yeah. i'm, I'm yeah. cutting that turn so as i'm kind of pulling out of this mountain it uh there's a sign that says welcome to new hope tennessee i was like okay as i'm driving through new hope this is the most Tennessee, oh brother, we're out though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drive my ATV to the dollar store to get my groceries. Couch yes. in the front yard. I wouldn't want to be caught dead there. Um, but it was so, I don't know, I was so almost uncomfortable because I felt like someone could just pop me with a shotgun yes. as I was driving through. <laughs> it just. <sighs> At least you fit in more with the truck. Yeah. Yeah, if, it's not like they had you drive like a Lamborghini or something. Exactly. The, so, uh, um, what was the. So there was there were signs there were like political signs and I I saw like three of them and I was like okay kind of a weird political sign yeah. I can't remember what the guy's name was so let's just call him Pat okay no let's let's well because it said his last name let's call him Callahan yeah Callahan's a good so yeah, Callahan good last one yep and it, what was his exact title certified douche that one. It was either that one or certified prick, <laughs> um, but no, I think it was it was like a um, highway manager or something highway related. Yes, yes. So yes, literally, okay. this person is just in charge of the highway, and I saw three of those signs. I was like, well, that's got to be a majority vote in New Hope, Tennessee. Yes, yes. There can't be that many people running for it. But it's like, do you, why do you need a sign for something like that? Well. You know, that's they, fine. Do you have a budget for your election for being the manager of a highway? Well, it's probably done, like a half mile long. He could have done what I did when I had uh, my aeration business going, where I just got other aeration signs and then ripped off the vinyl um, sticky part that had all the writing on it and then rewrote, <laughs> reused those signs to make my signs. He could have. Uh, because that was way cheaper than me having to buy new little uh, True. signs to put up in the neighborhoods. So he could have done that uh, and just made his own. 
But I agree. I think maybe his hope is that people are just, and I've never understood this with really anybody, but maybe the hope is just people are just like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll vote for that just because I've seen the name a few times. Ago. If people are really that dumb yeah. and voting like that, they should not be voting. Yeah. Oh, I saw that name once. I remember that. And yes. <laughs> he sounded like a good candidate from yeah. what I read from his sign. Right. Yeah. For New Hope, Tennessee. For New Hope, Tennessee, yeah. Which also implies that the previous hope, that sounds like New Hope sounds like a town that you would create if your old town had a bad racist past or something yeah. like that, well, like we don't know how like, bad old hope was. Yeah, just exactly. Hope in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So new hope. Oh, new hope. We're we're great now. We're not racist anymore. Yeah. We're not <laughs> we're not pedophiles anymore. Forget yeah. our past. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's. Are you sure we can do a deep dive into the new hope history? Yeah. Maybe uh, next time. Maybe next time you'll have to have the whole history on new hope, and we'll yeah. learn. A what do you think was worse, old hope or old Orleans? I would say we're old York. Oh, I'm going to say Old Hope still because New Hope is still trying to recover from how bad Old Hope was. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So. Nice. Well, well that was the majority of my trip. And nice. The rest was pretty uneventful. Yeah. Going back to Chicago. Going past Chicago. I'm sorry. Going past Chicago. So I could have been in bed at 6.30 on Sunday mm-hmm. after my... 20 hours on the road but instead yes. i was in bed at about nine yes because you had to drive there and then drive back yeah yes well i didn't have to drive there and drive back i had to drive to this employee's house and then i had to take a 70 dollar uber the hour and a half back to oh my god place. oh god and, brutal yeah and i get brutal. car sick if i sit in the back of a car for too long so i was in the back of the uber for and about 20 minutes and the car sickness hit and i felt bad because it's the heart of winter here in chicagoland yes and i asked the uber driver to roll the crack window. a window. Yes, yeah. oh, that is brutal. So, that is not good. Yeah, so that was my fantastic trip. Not worth it. Would not do it again. We'll probably do it again. <laughs> um, we got another five minutes left, Trevor. You want to say this question here? Yeah. I, we can weigh in. This was proposed by Chubstep Eric, Eric Nava. Okay, Chubstep Eric. And he wants to know, which famous historical figures mm-hmm. do you think were feet guys? So it has to be a male here, feet guys, and they were interested in women's feet or males' feet. Just feet in general. Just feet in general. Um, Foot fetish is a big fetish, not one that I'm particularly interested in. How do you know it's big? Have you looked into it? Uh, I've heard that it is very big from people that study fetishes, Mm -hmm. that know fetishes. Um, If I had to guess what were some of the weird historical figures out there, Um, Tesla. Nikola Tesla, I could have said being a big feet guy. <laughs> he was always a little out of the box. See, that makes sense because if you rub your feet on the ground, static, static electricity. Static electricity, exactly. Yep. Very good connection there. Um, he seemed odd to me. What would be a good president that would be? Um, I, honestly, the first name that came to my mind was Ben Franklin. I thought of Ben Franklin too, and I'm glad you said that because he just seemed like a he total very yes. footy. Um, there's one president that has this beard that is. You would love uh, to put your toes in between. Okay, Chester A. Arthur. That's not even a president. That was a president, 1881 to 1885. Um, <clears throat> so look up Chester A. Arthur. He was the um, eighth president with facial hair, but 25th, 21st president of the United States. Look at this face. Trevor, tell me he's not in a feet. His sideburns look very unmaintained. This is what makes me think he's that he feet. was in defeat. He looks like he eats feet almost, though. <laughs> he scares me. <clears throat> but um, that's one I would kind of think would be a feet guy. 
Yeah. If I had to pick a president, that's who I'm going with. Cesare Arthur, one of my favorite presidents, facial hair wise. Um, and Ben Franklin. I think those are pretty solid. Uh, yeah. We want historical figures. We don't want people. There are plenty of people alive now that are, but I think it was not. It was harder to, without the internet, it was harder to find a group of people that were into feet as much as you. So yeah, it's probably a lot easier to hide it too. Yeah, yeah, that would probably was. Yeah. So obviously, we're going to do a deep dive into some of their journals and things like that, and interpret things that weren't, you know, outwardly said feet, but they could be interpreted as feet. And I think you would find it in those those people. I had, you know, number one being Tesla, a most outright. Uh, that, that was actually, I had yeah. not thought of him. That, yeah. That's perfect. That yes. makes sense. Well, I like the, uh, if, you, if anybody has any thoughts, email show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. <coughs> Trevor, where do you want people to follow you or do things? Mm, you could follow me. I mean, yeah. I guess. Uh, oh, actually, it's the season. Uh, we have uh, Valentine's Day is around the corner, and yes. I am tweeting poems at people. Whoa. Favorite my tweet, and I will write you a roses on like poem. Uh, but yeah, people email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at chubstep.podcast, Instagram at chubstep.podcast. Uh, and then Trevor, where he said. At whatever Trevor. At whatever Trevor. W U T. Yeah, because my tweets are all about you. Oh, baby. I like it. I like it. If you want a poem, do it soon. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up, and the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.